Hi everyone, this is Paige Leslie from Paige Leslie Speech. I am a speech therapist who's been in the field for four years. I currently work in the school system in Southern California, but I also have a small private practice. If you are interested in asking me any questions about articulation, fluency, or some voice disorders, I would love to talk to you. Go to my website, pagelesliespeech.com, and set up a consultation. We can do that in person once lockdown is over or on Zoom. So as of this recording, we have been in lockdown for two months, at least in my school district in Southern California. And it has been an incredible adjustment for all of us to make um, across the nation, across the world. Every single one of us has been impacted and the adjustment is not easy, no matter your circumstance. During this time, I've seen my family's lives change in many ways. Um, some of my students' families are ultra-involved in school and speech, and they are speaking with me multiple times a week. Some are just doing their best to complete their schoolwork. Uh, some families have working parents, and they're trying to juggle it all. Some families have even lost their homes. And speech therapy can fall anywhere on the scale um, between the most important things in my family's lives and the least important thing. And I'm here to say that that's okay. Wherever you fall on the scale, that is valid and that's okay. As a speech therapist who is family-centered, um, I'm here for my clients and their families in whatever capacity I can be. Uh, which brings us to our topic for today, recasting. So I wanted to provide a little bit of information on the strategy that my families have heard me talk about at every meeting. I recommend this strategy for almost every student as an accommodation because it is the easiest and most effective way to support a student's goals outside of the speech room. It allows the student to hear a representation of their goal it also takes away some of that pressure that a student feels when you directly correct their speech. So telling a child no and correcting them directly when they've made a mistake can put a lot of negative pressure on them. It can actually frustrate the learning process and make communicating seem like a negative thing. But with recasting, um, a parent or a teacher can give the student a model in a low-pressure, positive way. It can also keep the conversation flowing and make sure that the student feels rewarded and reinforces the idea that socializing is positive. And that's why they're in speech in the first place. We want them to become effective communicators. We want them to talk more um, and more appropriately and have confidence in being able to communicate. So recasting may also have the added benefit of causing all of us, which we could all use this, uh, to slow down, really communicate, focus on each other's words, 
Um, and this helps all of us and our students to feel loved and wanted and cared for. So how do we do this? So I'm going to focus on articulation and fluency. You can find ways to use recasting and, and many different areas of speech and language, but uh, my practice focuses on articulation and fluency. So for articulation, let's say that a student is having trouble with the F sound, and that's their goal. They're working on F in speech, and you're walking along, and the student points and says, look at the power, and the parent understands, and they say, yeah, look at the flower. It's gorgeous, isn't it? So in this example, the student has difficulty with F sounds, as we said. So you'll notice that the parent emphasized the F. They're emphasizing that part of the sentence that they want their student to learn. And then they added to the conversation how they might normally. They moved on. Um, one of the most, I've, I've almost said, sorry, I almost said that one of the most important parts, this is the most important part about recasting and about keeping this conversation positive. You're not expecting the student to repeat or imitate your recast. So in that example, the parent did not say, oh, look at the flower, say flower. Nope. We just moved on and added to the conversation. So we don't want to tell the student that their try was wrong either. The key to the power of recasting is keeping conversation positive and natural and rewarding. Um, so for a fluency client, the student may be talking about what they want for dinner and say, I, I, I want tacos for dinner. And the parent would come back with, you want tacos for dinner? Sure, we can do tacos. So in this example, the parent may be modeling a fluency enhancing strategy. So the one that I chose for my example was easy onset, and we'll be learning more about that in topics to come. So like I said, it's important on all the examples that you don't expect the student to repeat or imitate your recast or tell them that their first try was wrong. And with any strategy, recasting is most effective when it's used as often as possible, with as many people as possible, and in as many settings as possible. So ideally, you're using this as a regular strategy for conversation, and not only you the parent, but a teacher, uh, the speech therapist, grandparents, anybody that the student regularly has conversation with should be involved in the strategy. Um, so as always, check out my website. This is on my blog as well. Um, if you have any questions or any stories of your own successes in speech therapy, I would love to hear them. Get in contact. My email is page, that's P-A-I-G-E, at pagelesliespeech.com. Leslie is spelled with an 
IE, not an EY. So um, yes, be sure to stay tuned in for more speech therapy tools.